Disappointed but not surprised. Disappointed but not surprised. Disappointed but not surprised. Hey guys, welcome back to another week of fuckery. It's your disappointed but not surprised co-host. I'm Alex. I'm Addie. And this week we just want to give you some updates. First, we'll start with Combo. Yeah, it's an update week, guys. After last week, we need a little bit of a calmer session. Yes. (laughs) Anybody that didn't listen to last week, go fucking listen to it. It's one of our favorite episodes. It's hilarious. Yeah. (laughs) So we're basically, we left off last time. We did our second combo session. Yes. Tell them what combo, brief them on combo again. All right, quick. For Recap. people that don't know that didn't listen last week, and you should have listened last week, and you're a fuckface for not, so just go <laughs> listen to last week. <laughs> I shouldn't even be telling you yeah. this, but <laughs> basically, um, we poisoned ourselves with frog secretion from yeah. the Amazon, and um, well, I puked, Addie didn't, uh-uh. um, but basically, it cures chronic illnesses, you feel better, you have more energy, clarity, all that stuff. So I felt great afterwards. I feel amazing. Last time that I did it, you felt great and I didn't feel any different. Yeah. And this time I feel amazing. Like we were joking around that we're getting so lazy lately. Like, I don't know if you guys know what we're talking about, but Alex and I have both had rolls of paper towel in the backseat of our car for like three weeks. Like cups in our fucking cup holders that we just haven't thrown out. And it's like there and we see it and it takes us 30 seconds to throw out a cup or like grab just bring a roll the of fucking paper. paper towels in the house. But I'm just like, no, no it's too much. Effort. Not until I actually need them. It's, it's way too much effort sometimes. I know to, to open the back seat door and just grab them. <laughs> I can't do it. So I was telling her about that on the way to combo. And then literally like that night, I took the roll of paper towels out of the car. That's when you know it worked. (laughs) No, I felt very clear the next day. Like I get what you were talking about with feeling clear. My head felt clear. I felt like I knew my purpose. I'm going vegan again or or like pescatarian again. Like I want to do like a full body cleanse. Like I started Mm -hmm. exercising. Not that I don't exercise a lot. But like I started just more into it. I'm more into it. I'm not like dragging myself out of bed in the morning. And we're in New York. It's fucking cold here. Guys, it sucks. It's 32 degrees outside right now. Or what is it? Like 28 degrees. And I ran the other night outside and it felt amazing. We're normally, yeah, we're 34 degrees right here. Where normally I'd be like, no, I'm just going to go home and get into bed and like read where I'm like wanting to actually be outside, even if it is freezing cold, like just doing extra things that like we've put on the burner to do like that light bulb that needs to be changed. We can tackle the light bulb, like little things like that to make our lives like just a little bit more, I guess, outgoing, not outgoing, but like. I don't no, know. you're right, because I literally did change my light bulb on, yeah. on that Friday. <laughs> That's been out for like two months in my kitchen. Yeah, <laughs> we're just doing like little things. Like I conquered my taxes. I, you know, random shit. And I, and I just recommend it to anybody that needs a good energy cleanse. It feel I feel lighter. Like I feel yeah. 
a little bit cleaner. I feel like I want to get my body back in gear. Like I want to get my health, but not that my health is yeah, off. I don't like, want to eat like shit though. Yeah, like you don't want to drink right now. Right. Like I feel like my body's like rejecting fried foods and stuff like that. Yeah. For We'll see how long this lasts. Do you have any other updates you want to give? Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is my favorite update. Okay. So by the way, backtracking, anybody that wants to do combo dm us and if you're in the new york area we can give you the name of the lady that um that did our combo yeah and she's great yeah she thought we were sisters i know she did think we're sisters we look like twins we hang out so much that we just like are flowing into each other (laughs) (laughs) okay so for the next update that alex is so excited for me to tell (laughs) alex is choking sorry i got so excited about it (laughs) okay so my lack of a fucking shit show love life. I'm going to backtrack. You got it. All right. Fill in the people, the fucking idiots that haven't listened. Yeah, I'm going to backtrack. So a couple of years ago, I just like shut down my life sexually. It was I got out of a really bad relationship. I was like not wanting to let anybody in. I had two bad back to backs yeah and i shut the fuck down so my dry pussy didn't get <laughs> fucked for two years <laughs> two years tumbleweeds were falling yep. out of it left and right <laughs> <laughs> so i you know start hanging out with this guy he's great he's super nice but literally the night that I like broke my two year spell, I text you guys and I was like, well, that was fucking disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> I got laid, but I felt like I was fucking a frat boy. So fast forward, drunk sex the first time is never I I think it's never that great. It never is because everybody's nervous. You're, you're nervous. Yeah, you don't know what you're doing. Like and especially for you because you're sober. Like most of the time for me, like at least I'm drunk. So like yeah, or tipsy. It'll right, take, right, right. It takes like the pressure off a little, a lot. Yeah, but like to like so sober, it's that's like that more awkward. I it think. is. It it. I'm but I'm used to it. I'm gonna have nine years sober in like a week. So it's like I'm very used to not you know i think it connects you more and especially yeah. the guys that i've been with like i've dated a couple of guys in aa right like matchy matchy my ex-boyfriend was i met him in aa he yep. was in my home group smith was sober i met him in aa my the ex the cheating lifeguard like i think the first time we had sex he knew i was sober and we were just watching a movie at my house yeah. you know and he didn't really drink that much you know so it's like i've been with guys that are recovered or you know they they know um so like the first time's never that great so i'm like you know what i like this guy let me give him another chance you know couple months later we i spoke about this in an episode that like i've fucking had one orgasm <laughs> in like sorry i don't mean to laugh. four months that we were together no it's fucking funny like it's like like what the fuck man that's terrible it's terrible so we get in this fight one night it was new the night before new year's eve that like i'm at his place 
I he gets off. He does his fucking twenty minutes of thrusting, and he shoves it in my pussy dry. Like thinks that that's okay. He gets off. He rolls over. I'm like, all right. So like, can you get me off? And he goes, oh, I'm tired. And like, I look at him, and I was like, you're fucking tired. So I get up. I get dressed. He's like, where are you going? And I'm like, home to fucking come. And I slam his bedroom door and I leave. And he texts me that night, and he's like, I don't, I didn't mean that. I'm so sorry. Blah blah blah. You're like, right. You're I'll right. Work on it. Yeah, I'm gonna work on it. I'm gonna try and make it better. Like, yeah. I want to focus on you. I don't know why I said that. So we had like multiple conversations about this. Like, all right, well, this is what I need. This is what I like. Like, I like oral. I like fingering. I like touching. Toys. Toys. Let's yep. bring toys into this. Like, I broke out my toys. It was the first time that he's ever used a toy. He's like, oh, I do construction. I can use those. They're like power tools. And I'm like, okay, good. You're accepting of this. Like, let's work on this. I'm so open with sex when I'm comfortable with somebody that I'm like, let's try anything to heighten our sex life and to make it better. Right. So that fight happened on New Year's. Like, fast forwarding to, I guess, the night before fucking Valentine's Day. I felt like nothing really changed in the relationship still haven't gotten off and so i had another night of fucking disappointing sex like we had a nice time together leading up to it we watched a really good movie not a good movie we watched um kipsy tapes Tapes. (laughs) it's like the scariest fucking movie (laughs) we watched a horror movie we had a nice night we had dinner like we cuddled on the couch get to the bedroom 20 fucking minutes of him not warming me up shoving it in like after i blow him he puts it in me it's a fucking i'm like dry i'm not into it it's like missionary doggy style i flip around on top because i'm like let me try something new right but then he gets off and then rolls over yeah no and then that's fucking it and so i get dressed i leave immediately afterwards and usually i end up staying get dressed, leave immediately afterwards. And I'm like, I'm fucking done. What's the point of sticking around for one-sided sex? There is none. There's no fucking point. And when you've had this conversation multiple times and he still doesn't even know what the fuck he's doing or how to touch, there's no reason to stick around for it. It's either he's selfish stupid or both <laughs> all of the above yeah and or and like just blatantly doesn't, doesn't care. care you've talked to him about it it's not like it's this isn't a mystery this isn't coming out of left field no and the weekend before he was drunk and i capitalized on him being drunk and i literally straddled him and like naked and i was like this is my clit <laughs> this needs to be touched and i'm like pointing at my fucking vagina like let's work on using your mouth and i was like as if he's like a kindergarten yeah like, i was like this is where it is show them with the pointer where your clit is <laughs> touch the doll <laughs> like, and i said to him that the weekend before and i was like why don't you go down on me what if i didn't go down on you and he's like, oh, I wouldn't like that. Oh, okay. Right. So what is what does he think? Like he's when, like, well, it's different. It, How? In what way? How Clearly, is it this different? guy has never been to sex ed. He's never had sex with a woman that enjoyed it or 
care I don't know I don't fucking know I don't understand I've never been in this situation before I've only been with guys that eat my box like it's breakfast lunch and dinner yeah like I've never that have multiple orgasms multiple I've only been with guys that have gotten me off multiple times because they enjoy doing it and they like to see it I mean most guys do well that I know I've never been like this before and then I like him that's the issue right so it's like so you want to keep giving him chances giving him the benefit of the doubt but like them five months in so I book I get dressed I kiss him goodbye I'm like just done but I don't say anything he doesn't walk me to the door he knows I'm clearly very upset for not walking me to the door he's never not walked me to the door before and so I'm in the kitchen I'm putting on my shoes and I'm like leaving and I'm like I you know what I can't bite my tongue I cannot <laughs> bite my fucking tongue I can't hold it in you'd be doing him a disservice if you bit your tongue and didn't say anything honestly because the next bitch that comes along is going to feel the same way you do right and I don't know maybe he'll step it up for her I doubt it I doubt it so for everybody else's sake so I scream from the kitchen I was like why don't you fucking touch my clit and he's like, what do you mean? And I hear him from the bedroom. And I was like, no, we need to have this conversation. So I ma- walk back into the bedroom. Please and I tell was me like, his roommate was home. No, his roommate Damn was out it. of town. Yeah, that no, been amazing. That's why we were at his place. Because he's like, my roommate's out of town. Want to come over? And I was like, sure, I'll bring my sex swing. And I was like, <laughs> kind of half serious, kind of like joking. Yeah. Wait, did he say, ha ha, fuck yeah. <laughs> he's, no, he said something stupid. Like, okay, bring a noose so I can masturbate. But I didn't think that was very funny. Oh. Um, I don't really know. <laughs> I think that took a quick turn. So like, I was Wait, like, have we explored the fact he may be a serial killer? <laughs> this is new information. I'll let you read the text messages. Wait, hold on. I'll, I'm going to get them and read them. <laughs> okay, wait, I got the text. I said, I'll bring my sex swing over. He goes, ooh, good. Does it come with a noose? Be my spotter. What? I don't know. And I was like, to jerk off in? I was like, I'll bring my video camera over then too. And he was, yeah, don't help me too soon though. You'll fuck it up. I'm like, I won't. I'm so I don't understand confused. that. I think he was trying to be funny in a sexual way, but it's just like fuck. He's probably the least sexual person on earth <laughs> if that was his response to the sex swing. Yeah, bring a noose. I thought it was going to be like, oh, bring my slide. Exactly. <laughs> like, no, like I'll bring a noose. She has a comment <laughs> in a noose. I'm a little creeped out. We can go leave a noose at his doorstep. <laughs> yeah, we'll get charged with a hate crime. <laughs> disappointed but not surprised he's got a ring camera he's gonna see it's us sneaking up to his door leaving a noose on on his fucking car his neighbors call the cops (laughs) so i go back in his bedroom and i was like what do you mean you don't think you're touching my clit he was i thought i touched it (laughs) he thought he touched it like Come on. Because I... Would he go, boop? No. (laughs) (laughs) Beep, beep. Boop, boop, boop. Ding, dong. (laughs) Beep, boop, 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 (laughs) boop. He booped it with his nose. I was going to say, it's a boop. (laughs) 
after you guys are cuddling afterwards, it's like, beep. <laughs> oh my God, that would be really funny. My ex used to give me a raspberry in my vagina after we were done cuddling. So Whoa. <laughs> so, because I thought I touched it. And I was like, you thought you touched it? And I was like, what do you not understand about foreplay? Like, I've Literally never... Literally everything. Everything. I've never been with a guy that doesn't understand foreplay. Like, I don't get what he doesn't get about... He thinks it's unimportant for women. So that's what because he... Because he's yeah. a caveman, I right. guess. So then I was like, I was like, he's like, well, we went for like 25 minutes Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> Record breaking gold Whoa. medal. Did you have to shower after that? You were exactly. sweating so much. Holy shit! Twenty-five man. minutes. Get an award. I'm gonna leave a gold star on your fridge. So he's like, I was like, whoa, twenty-five minutes of fucking two positions. You like, could put something in the oven and it wouldn't have even been ready in that exactly. time. Like, calm down, dude. And I was like, do you understand what women need in bed? And at this point, I feel like I'm kind of being like condescending, but not really. But like, well, he's not getting it when you're nice. No, he's not getting it when I'm nice at all. So I'm like 25 minutes, 25 minutes of you getting off. I was like, I need my, you know, I need what I need too. I need warming up. I need a little foreplay. I need this. He's like, well, I'll do it next time then. No, you keep saying next time, buddy. Right. Right. Damn. If you want to have like sex like that where you're not enjoying it. They make these things, sex dolls and fucking foreskins or whatever our episode yeah. was on that. Or he should be paying you at least. I know. Some, at least he should give be getting, me an allowance. Get money if you're not going to get an orgasm. Exactly. Jesus Christ. Exactly. I wouldn't mind getting an allowance for it. I'd stick around. So then like it, the conversation just was going nowhere. And I was like, well, I was like, I was like, do you not understand that girls like oral? He goes, most girls don't like oral. What planet were you on when you made that, you know? How do most girls not like oral? Seriously, ladies out there listening, I've never met a woman that does not like oral. No, I know like one person that told me, she was like, I could take it or leave it. Clearly- She hasn't had good, good oral Exactly, then. that's exactly what I was gonna say. She clearly has not had good oral then, or like I could see women, like heavy women, and I'm not saying this in a mean way at all, like sometimes if you're a little you're bit heavier, you're self-conscious yeah. about your body. So maybe you don't want a guy's face down there. You're going to suffocate him. Oh, I'm like ready to fucking sit on it and not let him up for air. Like yeah. literally, no. Like <laughs> she'll suffocate him. <laughs> and it happens. <laughs> And then he's like, most girls can't even get off anyway. Not true. That's, and I, so I look at him like dumbfounded and I was like, most girls can't get off. He needs to go back to sex ed class or like start from scratch. Like as a, he should get like re- grow his virginity or something. Most girls can't get off. I'm like, every girl can get off. You just don't get girls off. I, I said that. Yeah. I was like, you're Good. just not doing anything to get them off. And then it was just getting defensive. And then it's like, then I was just like, you know what? This just isn't working. I'll see you when I see ya. And I like left and he slammed yeah. his bedroom door when I was walking out. And I, I mean, was like, good. But like, 
you know, maybe I was being a little bit condescending, but like at five months in, how many times do I have to say it? And why the fuck did I stick around with one-sided sex for five months? Like you give him well, the benefit of the doubt. And here's the thing. He, he should have been grateful that you even gave him a second chance after the first time of right. this conversation happening or well, actually it wasn't the first time but the first no, there's fight been about multiple, it like yeah there, there, we've had two fights about it yeah so after new year's the, eve and then valentine's right. day so after the new year's thing he should have came in full force wanting to please you wanting to kick it up a notch or right. five and really worked at it but he obviously you know what go have like Dude, go find some nun to fuck or something. He tried once. And the one time we broke out the toys and it was just not working for me. Like it, I had a really bad sinus infection. I was sick. I was on antibiotics. My head felt, when I get a sinus infection, my head could be in one section, but it feels like it's two feet over. Yeah. Like it's not in the same. Plus I don't take medicine and I was on antibiotics. Right. Plus it was the day after, not the day after, but the first time we saw each other after that first fight that we've had. So it's a little awkward. It was, you know, and then it was like, and then the whole time he's like, I want you to come for me. I want you to come for me. Oh, stop. So then that makes me rush myself even more. Right. And then I'm like not in the mindset of it. Right. Guys, don't say that. I fucking hate when they say that. Yeah. Because let then we, we don't say that to them. No. And let me concentrate on what I'm doing. Yeah. Shut the fuck up and just like go to town. Don't fucking say that shit in my ear. Right. Come the only time me. I'll ever say that is if it's taking a long time, like, super long and I'm like ready to just get off. Right. And I'll be like, oh yeah, I want you to come, blah, blah. But that's because I'm rushing them. <laughs> so I think he must have been rushing me too. And that's right. how I felt. And so it just didn't work. So then he tried once and then that was like pretty much it after that. Like he never gave it another like chance. So I just, here's what I don't understand about the whole situation. Like you'd think that my demands for an orgasm is not is something that a guy would want to do yeah and it's not even demands it was like five months in it was like hints 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 like right I like it when you do this I would like it if you do this like hinting until it blew up to five months later of like one-sided sex and then I fucking get really pissed off. Right. And then it becomes like almost like a demand, but it's not even worth it at this point. Yeah, because if you feel like you have to force the person to it's do it, it's working. not, no. But it's not like, you know, like I feel like girls want them to change their whole lifestyle, want them to meet the family at five months in, want them yeah. to force a relationship. Like, bitch, I'm asking for you to make me come. Right. I feel like my needs should be met. Yeah, I know. And it's like, it's a battle. That's what's so mind boggling to me about him that it's like, I'm literally asking for a fucking orgasm. Right. And it's not working. So that's like said and done. That's it. I mean. We have different love languages. Yeah. Different love languages. Oh, I hate when people say that. <laughs> Alex hates it and I said it on purpose. <laughs> I, I hate when people are like, he just doesn't speak my love language. But, but there is a thing as love languages. There is 100%. absolutely a thing of love language. I just language. hate when people say And it. orgasms are my love language. Yeah, and that's perfectly normal. Text me when you get home 
is my love language. Yeah, and that's another thing he didn't do. No, he never does that. I feel like that's like a first date, like, like in, like it's it's like it makes a, me want a second date with them. Like right. it's like almost like yes or no. Right. It solidifies if I'm ever going to want to see this person again. Like I know a Bronx tale. Like I was just going to say that. If she unlocks the door for you, she's a keeper, yeah. whatever the friggy says. And that's the same thing. I know if a guy doesn't say like, text me when you get home or let me know when you get home, I'm just like. I write them off and I never yeah. want to see them again. And he's said it once to me. And I'm like, and after the first time when I left his place, like for the first time we ever really hung out, he never said it. And I was like, all right, well, this isn't going anywhere. Like I already knew at that moment. Right. That it's never going to be anything. But it was like I enjoyed my time with him. So I saw right. it out and I liked him. And I, you know, he makes me laugh. I really like spending time with this guy. He's funny. He's charming. Like he's adorable. But like just from that and the orgasms, like I know that sounds crazy, but I knew it was never going to go anywhere. Yeah. That's no, like I a get huge that. thing. I actually, that is like such a big thing for me. I remember years ago when I, one guy came over and I've been in love with him for a decade since, and I still am. And you know who I'm talking about, Alex. He came over my house one night. It was the first time we had hung out just us two. And I left the door unlocked for him and he watched a movie with me. We watched Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. And he we both fell asleep on the couch that night. Mm -hmm. And I wake up the next morning and he's gone. And the door to my house was locked and he locked it behind him. Yeah, that's nice. That small gesture. And he always did like the let me know when you get home. Like, yeah, yeah. And then if I didn't let him know when I would get home, he's like, are you fucking home yet? You know, like yeah, screaming yeah, yeah. at me. But that that tiny gesture made such a huge impact in the remaining like the rest of our relationship right where it was like I saw like you know it shows who your true character is right with that shit no I totally get that and if you don't like I I don't know for me if they don't even give a fuck about if you get home and you're leaving their house at like one or two o'clock in the morning yeah that says so much about that person and I also feel like the text me when you get home that's kind of like the thing like I don't know I would take it as like okay so I leave a dude's house I get home I text him good night I'm home had a great time whatever then in turn they write back it opens a conversation for like good night I had a great time right. with you this and that not we just fucked and I just got home and now we don't talk for the next week right like I don't know that just goes to show like they just don't their give character. a fuck it does yeah. show their character yeah so like yeah that's not that's yeah so that's not we even tell each other text me when you get home every single time to each other if we leave each other's house i say that to everyone like let me know when you get home because we're women we live alone you never know but even guys like that i date and shit that leave my house i'll be like let me know when you get home because they could get in a car accident you never fucking know yeah i just think it shows characteristically who you are like morally and if I like you, I want to say goodnight. Exactly. So there you go. Exactly. And I want to hear I had a great time tonight, babe. Right. He's exactly. not going to get that shit from me because I was bored as fuck having <laughs> sex with him. I really liked the movie. That was about it. Yeah. Goodnight. I said to Alex, I was like, I want you to fuck him just to know what I'm talking about. 
I know. Like, I really want you to have sex with him just to experience this one-sidedness because I've never experienced this in my life. Should I rip him a new one after? I think you should. Yeah, because if he has, like, multiple people, because he doesn't know what I look like, right? No, of course he does from my social media, I'm God sure. God damn it. I could put a wig on. You could put a wig on. And change my name. Yeah. Yeah, why not? <laughs> well, he doesn't pull your hair, I'm sure. So he's no! never going so to pull my wig off. Do you know how many times I've asked him to choke me and slap me and pull my hair and he just like doesn't do it? Oh my God, guys love that. I've like, never met like, a guy that doesn't love that. Yeah, that's like every guy's dream. Right? I'm like, smack me. Hit me. And it's just like I get like a weak two-fingered fucking whack. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah, that had to end. It's terrible. It had to end. It just sucks that, like, you actually like somebody, but it's just so bad in every department, like, in the one department that really matters, yeah. I think. What would you even say his love language was? Because there's five, right? There's well, five. Well, there's six, because we're going to add orgasms. Wait, okay, so wait, let's get into this. Number one is quality time. Two is acts of service. Three are words of affirmation gifts and what was the last physical one? touch physical touch and six is orgasms yeah so we're six for sure <laughs> six for sure mine is definitely quality time and physical touch and orgasms yeah i could give a fuck about the gifts i don't Me care too. about that care. words of affirmation is nice like i know some people that need to be constantly told that they're like, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. Like, one of my friends who, like, she needs that positive reinforcement at all right. times. Otherwise, Some, she thinks that, like... You hate them exactly. all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm more like, actions speak louder than words. Right. Yeah. See, like, I'm both sides of the coin because I'm, I'm like, the... Um, quality time for sure like I like being with the, the person 100%. a lot like maybe a little too much Alex needs to see a guy that she's dating like six nights a week I really do yeah. I, I prefer that I, I'm trying to like wean off of that a little bit because I recognize everybody has their own life but like right. with my ex-fiance we went on one date the next so I was like oh we'll hang out next weekend he's like what do you mean next weekend let's hang out tomorrow I'm like okay yeah we were I you moved in like a week later. Yeah, literally. I moved in because we were with each other 24-7. And then I officially like moved all my shit in there like after two months. But we were together all the time. And that was great. But as time went on, I did notice that like we had different love languages, if that's what you want to call it. Because I would always be like, I love you. You look great. This and that. He was not like that. Like he would never... He would always be like, I love you too, this and that, but like never like initiated it. I, I don't know. And then like, um, but his thing was always gifts. Yeah, he was a big gift giver. Yeah, like he it, didn't need to receive them though, right? No, no. He, he gave. He loved giving gifts. He doesn't like getting them, yeah. but he loved giving me gifts and stuff. And it's like, I appreciated it. Who doesn't want nice expensive jewelry? Right, you got a Cartier clothes. fucking bracelet on your wrist right now. Right, but- I could take that or leave that. Like, I just wanted, like, the quality time and the physical touch and whatever. And then he, his, what, and then I would always say, I'm like, you never, like, 
you never want to cuddle me. Like I was like, you know, I'm cooking dinner. Come up behind me and give me a hug. Yes. Like, I would like me pinch my ass. Exactly. Like if we're alone in the aisle at the food store, like smack my ass. Right. Like that's, I, I would love that. But he's like, I get the oil changed on your car. I make sure everything runs. I put the garbage cans away. What the fuck does that mean? I live alone now and I do that shit myself. Exactly. Anybody can do that. that. He thought by like doing things for me, like, right. you know, like, oh, I fixed the sink or whatever. Like, cool, man. I could have hired a plumber for that. Exactly. Like, I want well, to spend time with show you. It. Yeah. Yeah. So after a while, like. I could see like things were just different and like though it was the whole reason we broke up. I mean, all the drug use and the lying and all that crap aside as crazy and fucked up as that shit was, that's not even what pushed me out the door. It was the lack of intimacy yeah. and living like roommates yep. is what really pushed me over the edge. Yeah. It's the physical touch. Yeah. Cause I can't not have that. No. And then I feel like you're just not attracted to me. What is it? I don't want to feel that way and I don't need a roommate and I don't need another friend. No. So if that's your love language is like, you know, cleaning out the garage for somebody, find someone else. I think it's so important to recognize not your love language, but your, your love language, but like your partner's, your partner's love language. Yeah. Because if you don't meet their needs, they're going to find somebody else that does. Exactly. And I feel like it's very easy to meet somebody's needs. Like, little things like obviously like if somebody likes gifts but they're one of those like bougie ass motherfuckers and you're making fifty thousand dollars a year and all they want is chanel bags and cartier bracelets like you're never going to meet their needs right but bring them home flowers you know what i mean like if somebody likes gifts bring them home flowers bring them home you know like little even like things. a card goes a long way really writing does. something thoughtful in a card I would take a a thoughtful note in a card over you know six thousand dollar earrings any fucking day of the week one of my exes was very romantic very romantic and this is kind of like why I fell in love with him where it was very different like he would we were long distance like he was upstate New York and I was in Long Island, so we weren't that far away. We were like four hours it's away. A, yeah, it's I a mean, good distance you can, where you can go see like each eight other. hours upstate. Exactly. Like we, it's not something where we could just come come over on a Saturday night. Right. Four hours is a while away. So we, yeah. he would come for like long weekends, and I wouldn't see him for you know maybe like two weeks at a clip or whatever. But in the meantime, he would put love letters in the mail for me. Like, he would write out these beautiful cards. He would hand make the beautiful cards, stamp them. You know, he would write, like, he would make me CDs, put them in the mail, like, so I'm always with you when you're driving. I didn't tell him I didn't have a fucking CD player in my car, but, like, whoopsie. (laughs) He didn't have to know. He didn't have to know until he saw, you know, there was no CD player in my car. He's like, you don't even listen to my CD. I'm like, I don't have a fucking CD player in my car, dumbass. Get a fucking USB port thing. (laughs) So, yeah. But, like, he would really, like, make thoughtful. He would bring, like, he would make art for me. Like That's he nice, would, though. I would appreciate yeah, that. Yeah. Like, he would take pictures and make art for me and bring art with, me, you know, with yeah. him when he came or bring it to my mom or, like, put it in the mail. Like, just a simple fucking card to say, I miss you so much and I can't wait to see you. Right. Like, really, it was just so fucking thoughtful it's not even funny but yeah. most guys wouldn't do that because they're 
they stupid. they think it's like oh I'm being a pussy yeah or they think they're being a simp or whatever, whatever like being is. nice spineless is, yeah being nice and being a pussy are two different things exactly exactly that went a long way for me yeah because and, I've never been with somebody very romantic before like that where yeah. it was like a breath of fresh air where I was coming out of a relationship where my pet name was like fucko or fuckstick. <laughs> and then to this where it was like, you know, you know, I, I love you so much. And I, you know, I writing me these love letters and stuff like that and showering me with like affection. Right. Which is like what I craved at that time. Yeah, no, I get that. And as much as we are assholes and we joke around, like give us money, buy us gifts yeah. and that, but like, no, for real, like if you are in a relationship, with us or like you know not together but i mean we could start doing i like think like triple relationships we, maybe we should we'll be like that movie savages it'll be <laughs> both of us and one dude that ended well <laughs> yeah they all died right <laughs> yeah mine's but. definitely a hundred percent affection like touching you know what is it affection and yeah then, the physical touch and then time yeah Words of affirmation are nice, but like. I could take it or leave it. Right. Unless you send them a fucking nude. <laughs> and they write, ha ha fuck ha, yeah. Ha ha fuck yeah. That's what this last guy did. I send him this fire fucking nude and he writes back, ha ha fuck yeah, that helps. Yeah. What are you, <laughs> Beavis and Butthead? <laughs> Never in my life have I got such like a dull response from a fucking nude. That's offensive, honestly. I was like, is he fucking And I saw me? the nude. It was fire. My tits look so They good. did. I was like, you have to send them. I put ice cubes on them to fucking harden them up before I sent it too. Yeah, I think he's just asexual or like... I my nail tech today says that he's kind of nervous, she thinks. Like of I don't know like shy. Okay, then he's not the one for you. No, clearly no. She's like maybe he's just shy. My nail tech is dating somebody. Side note: This is like so fucking crazy that she's still staying with him. So I asked my nail tech today. I said, "So how's your man?" She goes, "Who dumpster breath?" <laughs> <laughs> she Ew. says. His breath is so bad that she won't even sit next to him on the couch. And she hasn't had sex with him in a month because she doesn't want to get near his face. And That's she, bad. I said, so why are you still with him? Yeah, that was my question. And she goes, he's nice to my kids. So they got in a fight the other night. <laughs> They got like this brawl the other night because she doesn't want to spend time with him because he's well, got no shit. to her mouth. Wait, does he have a rotting tooth? I don't know. He's like Maureen Ponderosa from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia <laughs> with her fucking disgusting breath. So they got in this fight and she's like, do you want to know why I don't want to spend time with you? Because you have dumpster breath. And it was the first time she ever told him that he's got like this foul stench in his mouth. She goes, brush your fucking teeth. You're fucking disgusting. You make me want to throw up. So he went to the dentist. Finally, he hasn't been to the dentist since 2017. At least he took the conversation and Seriously? was, you know, 
proactive about it. <laughs> it's more than I can say about my relationship. Yeah, for real. So she, she, he goes to the dentist. They're like, man, you had so much buildup that we couldn't get it all done in a day. We have another appointment for you in two weeks to finish the cleaning. Oh, my God. That's, See, that's disgusting. why I could never be a dentist either. That's gross. That's fucking disgusting. That's disgusting that she's even still dating him. Yeah. No offense. I don't know her. I but love her. But like, I was like, yo, why? Yeah. <laughs> she can't even stand to be in the same room as him. Ew. That was like, I swear to God, somebody I worked with, I knew when they were in the elevator in the morning before me because <laughs> I could smell the breath in there. <laughs> it's like a rotting tooth. Like you have a dead tooth in your mouth. Apparently this guy didn't have a rotting tooth because I feel like at all the his shit in there was rotting though it's disgusting like he doesn't brush his teeth regularly oh my god she's had some winter boyfriends her last boyfriend could only come listening to richard Marx. <laughs> <laughs> he, he made her blast 80s music while he fucked her in the ass and he could only come listening to richard Marx. jesus christ like it would send him on another level of like an orgasm and like i love how our parents want to know why we're single and shit yeah like, this is what's out there this is what's out there guys that don't get us off and guys with dumpster breath that <laughs> listen to richard Marx. i'm not settling ladies no. do not settle for shitty sex Hell no. Own Don't that settle orgasm. for shitty sex. Own your fucking orgasm. People are like, even the guys that work were like, you finally met a really nice guy. Fact. I met a nice guy. I'm not used to nice guys. I'm used to fucking psychopaths that have come off a fucking like two week crack bender. But guess what? They make me come. Exactly. They make me come. Exactly. They tie me up. They leave me there for a while. They go get their fucking fix. They come back and they go down on me and I'm having fucking fun. Yep. Yep. They make me come. Where it's like, I don't know, at least that's fucking like a good time. Speaking of felons, I have a story for you. Okay. Okay. This is I'm total excited. side note. So one of my best friends is, um, she's a social worker for a jail. Okay. Yep. Alex knows who I'm talking about. So this is total side note, but I have to share this story. So... She calls me up the other day and I'm telling her about everything. And, you know, she knows my job is a shit show. And like the stories that go on at my job, she goes, have I got a fucking story for you? So she's doing social work on this guy at her job that she does. Mm -hmm. Right. And she deals with the criminally insane. Like one of her patients was the guy that sucker punched Rick Moranis in the face. <laughs> if anybody doesn't know who Rick Moranis is. Honey, I shrunk the kids. I shrunk the kids. He sucker punched Rick Moranis on the street and thought that Rick Moranis was attacking him and he just knocked the fucking guy out. Rick Moranis is like the most nerdy fucking dude in the world to sucker punch in the face. But imagine out of all the millions of people in New York City, that's who you hit out of everyone. <laughs> the fucking dad from Honey, Honey I, I Shrunk the kids. kids. He's just walking down the street one day minding his business in New York City. So that's the people that my my one of my friends deals with. So she's social working this guy, right? He's sitting at the desk and her office is set back just right behind where she does the social work. Like it's just the room behind it. Yeah. So she's talking to him, asking him about stuff. He goes to pick up, she goes to pick up something from the printer behind her. So she turns her back on him for like 0.5 oh, seconds. Yeah. And she sees out of the corner of her eye, her, him sprinting 
to her office. So she whips around and this fucking convict is sniffing her chair. (laughs) All I can think about is the guy we used to work with that sniffed the seats at the movie theater. After uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. Grey. He went to Fifty Shades of Grey and sniffed all the seats at the movie theater. So she goes to him. She goes, what the fuck are you doing? She whips around and she's like, what are you doing? She goes, what did you take? Thinking that he took something. Yeah. He goes, K2. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) So he's like, she goes, no, get in here. We need to talk about this. She goes, what were you doing in my office? Did you take something? He's like, no. She's like, well, what were you doing in there? He goes, I wanted to see what you smell like. The guy was a fucking seat sniffer. Can you imagine trying to do your job? So she like sent him out of there. She put she put him in somebody else's social work for the rest of the day. She felt so fucking disgusted, violated, violated yeah. by it. Yeah. But I was peeing my pants at that, thinking of him literally in plain view, sniffing her fucking <laughs> seat at the jail and her catching him. Oh, my God. I don't know. God bless her because I don't know how she does that. She deals with some fucked up shit. Like she sees guys that like take their eyeballs out with spoons Oh, man. They're literally in the kitchen and it's like a it's a punishment thing or it's just they're criminally insane. So they literally flick their eyeballs out with spoons. Jesus Christ. It's fucked up. And then they get sent home and they like come back the next day because well, they'll yeah. do something so fucked up on the streets because they don't know how to act in real society. Well, they're not rehabilitating them in jail. Yeah. So they come back because that's where they feel safe. So they like stay in jail for the rest of their life. So she'll send them on their way and be like, all right, here's your paperwork. Here's your medicines. Here's everything you need. Let's get a job. Let's do something right. And they're literally back in her office the next day because they got caught for like drug dealing or like fucking hijacking a car or something like that. And they wanted to get caught. Yeah, of course. So, so crazy. Well, three hots and a cot. (laughs) It's a better alternative in there for some people. It really honestly. is. Maybe we'll find our next love interest in prison. We They have pen pal sites. All right, let's do we it. We can, like, write into people. At least they'll go down on me. <laughs> we should find somebody who wants to be on the podcast that's locked up. All right. Like a lifer. Ooh. What'd they do? Murder people. Yeah. I'm in. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we hope you like our update episode. Uh, But before we close out, we are going to get into Confession Corner. Okay, guys, first confession. I pissed myself while on a date and blamed it on her dog to save face. This happened last night. It was the first date I'd been on in over a year and was extremely nervous. She showed up 45 minutes late with a chihuahua in her purse. The dog's name was Barbie. I was in complete shock. And I had already had three glasses of wine beforehand. I don't know what happened. I was listening to the song. Her foot grazed gazed my calf underneath the table and I immediately felt the sensation of warm piss streaming down my leg. Couldn't even control it at this point. The only thing that I can think of was to ask if I could pet her dog. A few minutes after she introduced me to Barbie, I pretended like she pissed all over my lap. I made a huge scene to make sure everyone could hear. There's no way in hell I'm gonna going out like the sucker who pissed himself on that first post-date quarantine. Fuck that. Wow. 
I can't lie. I did that. Yeah. Well, not with the dog. It wasn't the same thing. But I was like 20 years old, left a bar with one of my friends. I had to pee so bad. It was so foggy out. We couldn't find a place to pull over. I don't know. Long story short, I pissed my pants, like full on pissed (laughs) all over my pants, all over the car, everywhere. All of a sudden, so we're laughing about it. I'm drunk, obviously. Uh, I don't piss my pants sober, but um, so I don't know. We're still driving around. 10 minutes later, this guy calls. He's like, hey, want to meet up? Meet, meet us at uh, me and my brother at McDonald's parking lot. So I asked my friend and I'm like, he's really hot. Please let's meet up with them, blah, blah, blah. So she's like, okay. So the guy, <laughs> so we're waiting for them. And all of a sudden I'm like, wait, I just pissed my pants. How am I going to go hang out with this guy? She goes, oh shit. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I'm like, oh no. How did you forget that that quick? You were that drunk. I was drunk. Yeah. So all of a sudden they like pull up. I'm like, too late. So whatever. So he's like, come in my car. So I'm like, oh my God, like whatever. So I like hop out of the car and I'm like, when I was leaving the bar, this guy spilled his whole pitcher of beer on me. That's a fucking good excuse. Right? I don't know how my drunk brain thought of that, but it did. And he believed it. And I hung out with him like all night. Oh (laughs) my God. Yeah. Pee pants, pee pants. (laughs) You should DM him now. Like, hey, remember that time? It was actually pee. Oh my God, imagine. (laughs) He'd be like, what the fuck? I peed my ex's bed one of the first nights I ever slept over there and he dated me for like two years afterwards. That's when you know it's real. I know. Nah, he was a drug dealer and I was a drug addict and I just wanted him for his fucking pills. Oh, all right. I was so fucked up that night. He gave me so much fucking Xanax. Well, so it was his own fault. It was his own fault. Not Xanax, um, Vi- Vicodins at that time. Oh, shit. Or like Oxys or whatever. I don't even remember what it was. But like we were drinking all night. This is years ago. And uh, and I we were at a bar and then I got brought back to his place, I guess. And I woke up in the middle of the night and I'm still in my dress. We didn't even have sex. And he's on the couch. Oh and I God. go over to the couch to lay with him. Like, why are you here? He's like, get the fuck off of me. He goes, you're covered in fucking piss and you piss my bed. Oh, so we had to get oopsie. a new mattress. And we dated for like literally like two years after that until he went to jail. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he wants to be on the podcast. No. <laughs> That's somebody that I never want to talk to again. <laughs> that ended bad. Wait, so this confession kind of goes along with these stories. Okay. I ate spicy food last night and I dookied on a gas station bathroom floor. No. Let me start off by saying that I love spicy foods. I'm a masochist when it comes to complete and absolute hot pain. It's almost like zen for me when I lose control of all facial functions and lay on my back just drooling at the mouth. I know I'm weird, but the heavy breathing just puts me in a state of euphoria. So last night I got some hot sauce with Carolina Reaper, Trinidad Scorpion, and Naga Jalakia peppers in it. Never even heard of that. I don't know, but these sound spicy. Yeah. I put this sauce on a burrito and wow, it looks like Uma Thurman in that scene in Pulp Fiction when she snorted Vince's heroin. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Today I wake up and my stomach feels like it's on fire, like a furnace heating up the rest of my body. I go for a run and my eyes and my sweat... Felt like pepper spray on my eyes. I drink magnesium in the mornings to keep myself regular. And I can usually time my dookies every morning to when <laughs> I get to work. Dookies. It's like workaholics. <laughs> 
Uh, I usually have a half hour window before my butt becomes an Im improvised explosive device for toilets. Not today. I was on the road in traffic and my stomach dropped right down to my bowels, immediately code brown. I can only compare this feeling to the beginning of the eruption of Mount St. Helen. I cut people off. I swerved and finally reached an exit with a gas station. I run past a homeless guy asking for a dollar and push people out of the way to get to the counter. <sighs> At this point, I lost my ability to speak properly, so I just shouted, Key toilet now, please. The guy at the register shakes his finger and says, No, no, first you buy, then you go. So I run to the drink coolers, grab the first thing I could find, which happens to be Diet Mountain Dew, which is like drinking Drano. Then I run back to the register, make my purchase, clent my butt cheeks to the bathroom. I run and try to pull a Houdini to get my pants off, but then the worst thing happens. My spicy lava erupted from my volcano too early and onto the floor, right in front of the toilet. My butt lost control. I couldn't handle it, and it kept exploding even when I attempted to try to find the toilet. Oh, shit. And finally, I was done. I panicked not knowing what to do, so I just cleaned myself off, examined the damage, and ran out. Shit happens, man. So is that why all gas station bathrooms like look disgusting like that? Because people people shit on them. Yeah, because people can't time their shits. But I guess one of my coworkers shit his pants one time, and we were putting like fucking. We would always put like mussels and like sushi in his car just to Ew. fuck with him and like yeah. leave it underneath his driver's seat because he was a slob at the time. So why not? And we found a rolled up underwear in the Ew. trunk of his car and he shit in it Ew. and he just like rolled it up and put it in his <laughs> fucking trunk so we got it out with a fucking golf club from his, <laughs> his trunk and we put it on his seat at work with the shit stain facing out Ew. it was so disgusting <laughs> one of my coworkers told me one time and this woman was gross she was huge she was manly she, uh, whenever she went into the bathroom at work like the bathroom was in the office and i think she thought the door was soundproof which it was not and it would sound like Literally, like this guy was saying, a volcano fucking erupting in there. And she'd be like, oh, <laughs> oh my God. So, and me and my other coworker, we would just look at each other and be like, what, what the, the fuck? fuck? So one day she comes in, she's a little late and she was like, oh my God, my stomach just exploded. I had to stop at a gas station. I'm like, bitch, it's 730. This is not how I want to start my day imagining you shitting in a gas station bathroom that's fucking gross yeah that's fucking gross yeah i don't know why people can't just wait till they get home um do you remember the time side note when my ex matchy matchy i found his underwear on my floor yes. i told this in an episode but i'm gonna tell it again real quick so he comes over and brings me breakfast one morning this is one of my ex-boyfriends and and yet I still stayed with him after this. What the fuck? That was my <laughs> most toxic relationship. There's so many stories in that one. He brings me breakfast. We were out one night late. I was so tired the next day because we were out till like five o'clock in the morning. I <laughs> what think. else was new back then? Yeah, I like output or I think we went to Pasha or something like that. Got home at like 5 a.m. I got like three hours of sleep. He brings me breakfast the next morning from the diner. We go upstairs to my room and we start fucking. And I like after we're done having sex, I look on the floor 
and his underwear is on my floor and it has a huge skid mark in his <laughs> fucking underwear. I would have pushed him out the window. I didn't even say anything, but I saw it and I was like horrified. And I'm like, he was just in my bed, butt naked. Oh, and he I hope s- you didn't lick I his ass. My no, he didn't like his ass licked. <laughs> All right, thank God. Um, he wasn't one of the guys that liked his ass licked. So I was like, this is so disgusting. So apparently, so then we're at work together like two days later and he's texting me about something and I was like, and you were with me and we text him like, yeah, kind of like that skin mark in your <laughs> fucking underwear the other day. And he's like, you saw that? So well, you only had your undies face up on my floor. They were face up on my floor. Like, what am I, blind? Exactly. So he, apparently, this is the story, that he was on his way to bring me breakfast, and he had to take a massive shit. So he went to the diner <laughs> and shit at the diner before picking me up food, and then came straight to my house afterwards. And I guess he didn't fucking wipe all the way. Ew. And then came and fucked me in my bed. Oh, so disgusting. Thank God your OCD wasn't that bad at the it, my time. My OCD was not that bad at the time where I was like, I just changed my sheets and like that was, I called it a day. I would have cleaned my entire place top to bottom if that happened to me today. Forget it now. I would have broken it. You would have like him. fumigated the apartment. <laughs> I would have just burned it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, everyone else that lives here. <laughs> Set flame to it and walked away and broken up with him. But he's like, I can't believe you saw that. And we're like, dude, how did you not see it? Your fucking shit was face up on your tidy whiteies on my. And floor. wasn't he like mad that you told me? Yeah. <laughs> I tell you, As if you wouldn't tell me that. I tell you everything. <laughs> okay, guys, last confession. I used to be a runner and Instagram model, but now I'm just shaped like a potato. <laughs> Girl, it happens to the best of us. We know. We know. Had drinks with former co-workers back in March of 2019. One gasped in horror and exclaimed, whoa, whoa, you've gained so much weight. I moved out of state a few months later and here my ugly ass sits alone. It's been a rough three years. What can I say? I don't know. Go to the fucking gym and stop yeah, complaining you- and writing in on us. Exactly. You what do you want us to tell you? I don't know. Sometimes being shaped like a potato is kind of fun. Yeah, potatoes are very um, spud-like. <laughs> that and um, versatile. versatile. <laughs> you could be mashed. You could be scalloped. You could be, be baked. Fried. Yeah, put a little cheese and a dollop of sour cream on top, and you got yourself a party. You could be sweet. <laughs> yeah, it could be a jeweled yam. Uh, <laughs> it's not the shape that matters. It's what's inside, girl. Exactly. I don't know. You be, sound like a rotten one. Be no, I'm the kidding. fucking spud that you are and carry on. It's still quarantine. Fuck it. Exactly. <laughs> and it's called Photoshop, bitch. You could still be an Instagram model. True. All right, guys. Well, that concludes this week. Oh, before we close out, I have to throw in one more thing. So this episode, we're recording on a Thursday night. This episode is going to launch on Monday, March 8th. March 8th is fucking a huge day for me. It's my nine-year sober anniversary. Yay! I'm so fucking grateful to be alive. Hell yeah. Like, I don't know how I'm alive for anybody that doesn't know i'm a recovered crack addict heroin addict alcoholic recovered 
anorexic, bulimic. Like I've recovered from a lot of stuff. I'm still a psychopath, but I don't in do a good drugs way anymore. <laughs> but I don't do drugs anymore. Um, you know, and it's been a long haul and, it, you know, it's very easy for me today to just not drink. And I just, if anybody out there is struggling, go to a meeting, get some help, call the AA hotline. No, this is not a fucking AA promotion. We don't self-promote. I'm just do, saying what I did to get it done. Go to a rehab or you can just jump in our DMs and we will... We'll guide you. you we'll chat to you and tell you what to do because we both you know Alex is um you know grew up in a family of addiction and I am an addict and you know I it's dated not one she, she was engaged to one dated one god we love the felons so it's <laughs> you know it's not an easy thing and anybody that out there is struggling there's always a better way and anybody out there with sobriety congratulations because it's one of the hardest things that you're ever going to do is conquer that shit so yep. anyway I'm proud of you so we will see you guys next week. Brr! Disappointed but not surprised. Disappointed but not surprised. Disappointed but not surprised.